Welcome to that Park Life podcast. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! 2020, y'all! 2020. Um, How are you? It's been a while. I haven't really talked to you much, so... Yeah, you're welcome. All about your Christmas and your New Year's and all the things. Everything was excellent. Good. I feel like we're going to need to also step up our prop game this year with our... Even though people can't see us. Yeah. Um, we need some new props to well, show we're I, videoing. I posted that picture today of us on the Haunted Mansion, like that funny thing. That. And someone said that we need to... Like, they loved it, but they needed to see a picture of me with a back scratcher. And then I had to remind her oh, that I don't God. have a back scratcher. How dare you? Um, we're gonna have to find one i know it's not that's like what a first world problem guys listen i need your attention i don't have a back scratcher (laughs) how dare and you didn't get one for christmas no dare santa Santa forget to bring that to you and your santa what a crock of crap Um, oh my gosh as you know it was like busiest time of the year here Yes, when you and told me that you were going to do something for New Year's Eve at Disney, I was like, good luck with that, buddy. I know, so I had it in my head. I was like, listen, I just want to go to um, Epcot at night mm-hmm. to do the like, you know, New Year's Eve stuff. And I thought, well, okay, if I'm going to take the day off from work, I took the day off from work. Um, and I have to use a special kind of ticket to go because our passes are blocked. Fine. I'm able to right. do two parks in one day. So I was like, well, why do I not just go to Hollywood Studios Mm-hmm. at the butt crack odon to do the yeah. rise of the resistance queue and i did so uh, hollywood studios opened up by the way great recipe for success for new year's wake up very early new year's evening yeah new year's morning because you know you don't have to stay up late right yeah because you're so, only gonna be up for like 24 hours no That's no cool. big deal um so uh the park opened up at 6 a.m on tuesday Are december they still 31st doing that now not six. I think lately it's been seven. Maybe I don't know right. if it's going to go later, but as of this recording, it's still. I still think at seven is like the earlier, but not super early. Yeah. But it was six that day, so I got there. I pulled into the parking lot like five twenty-five. Um, they started letting us in at about five thirty, five thirty-five or so. It doesn't matter what time you get in; it just matters what time the boarding pass, the boarding groups open, Start. and okay. that's still at park open. That is relatively new. They were letting people join as soon as they got in. But now it doesn't matter what time you get there as long as you're there before park open. So, okay, but so but so you're saying when the park opened at 6, you were able to go ahead and do your boarding. Yeah, so they let us yeah. into the park before 6, but it wasn't open. So we were all right. standing in like a holding pattern. So I got there, you know, 5.30ish, let's say, and then um, everyone is flooding into the park. And a lot of people yep. are walking toward, like booking it toward the Chinese theater. And some people are making a right to go down towards sunset because when the park opens, they want to do their boarding pass and then hop on a ride, either oh, yeah, tower, yeah. rock and roller coaster, and a bunch were going to do yeah, either. Who doesn't want to do rock and roller coaster at, at 6 a.m.? 6 in the morning. <laughs> I had a fast pass for Toy Story Mania at 6.05 a.m. That's the oh, earliest yeah. fast pass I've ever had. So, so weird. for me, and maybe anyone else that might be doing this in the next couple of months while they're still doing the boarding group, one, mm-hmm. just still make sure you get the report park open. But when I got there, I didn't jump into the crowd of people because I wasn't going to go to one of those attractions. And I thought, right. like, well, why am I going to sit in a sea of people? So I was leaning up against the wall uh, that's, like, right you know, on the corner of um, where the Starbucks is. So there's, like, yeah. a little wall right there. I'm facing, like, the, the Chinese theater. But there was no one around me. I could lean because yeah. I knew I was going to be there for, like, 20, 25 minutes without being able to do anything. Right. And there was no one around me. Like, I mean, there was a ton of people in front of me, but I could wave my arm around, not hit anybody, whereas everyone else were sardines. Right. And then eventually I went and sat down on Sunset Boulevard as it was like two or three minutes before six because I wanted to make sure I was like ready. Because at six o'clock, boom, you're able to join a, a boarding pass. 
yeah. uh, boarding group. So did you have did you have to like refresh a lot or was it pretty immediate? Oh, I did. No, at at six o'clock, I'm refreshing and it didn't load. Like it wasn't showing that it was available to you. Um, but you're not gonna. It's not like you're gonna be left in the dust or anything. They do have a few park announcements letting you know how it goes. I don't feel like you have to know everything before you go. If you're wondering what that sounds like, I took a little audio of it. So this is just me hanging out on Sunset Boulevard, and the announcer goes, "I'm gonna let you know that it's an exciting time at Disney's Hollywood Studios." <laughs> and most ambitious attraction ever, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance is open. What? Yes, hoping to confront the First Order, should join the virtual queue beginning at 6 a.m. through the My Disney Experience app, or with the assistance of the guest experience team. Those guest experience team members, like, man, let you know how they to do are it. the true MVPs of Disney World right yeah. now, specifically at Hollywood Studios. So yeah, it's there's no like mystery. It's so it's so blatant and right there. You know, you have to log into the app to do it. Yeah. So make sure everything is synced up. That you're using a pass that you have linked on your My Disney Experience because everyone that you want to go in your group has to be in the park with you. It's not right. a GPS well, thing. Is, it's a really? it's a pass is active thing. Right. But then, I mean, some of those people, though, it's like, come right now, though, right? I mean, some of those people are going to get in the line queue. Like, some of them right are then. going to get a, a low boarding number. Yeah. I got 52, yeah. I think, or 54 or 62. I don't know. I don't know. I got 64 now that I think about it. What does that mean? Um, so I wound up boarding in the 10. Well, I got called at about 10 o'clock that day. So park open at 6. I got called at about 10. So about four hours in is when I, my 64 came up. So they just board groups. They did like one through eight. And you'll see it on the app. Every time you refresh, oh. they'll tell you what groups are boarding. When they call you or when they when they tell you that your boarding group is ready to go, you have two hours to come back. So you don't have okay. to stay in the park. Yeah. I left. I went over to the Riviera and had breakfast. And by the yeah. way, it was dude, it was del- I'm calling you dude. That's a good one. Where did one. you go? Um, uh, the quick service at the Riviera to- okay. at uh, okay. Primo, Primo Piatto. And I had their yeah. breakfast platter, which was uh, scrambled eggs, a creamy cheese polenta, this delicious, like, sweet Parker House roll. No, a brioche roll. It was Ooh. excellent. Um, it also had Italian sausage, sun-dried tomato, like, wedges, kind of, I think. Like, not like okay. you'd think sun-dried tomato usually, like, little shriveled up things. This was, right. like, real pieces. And uh, some onions or something. And it was excellent. How much was it? You remember? $11.99, some kind of bologna. That's not bad. No, that's for breakfast. That's bad, if you ask me. It shouldn't be more than $10 okay. for breakfast. But uh, yeah. it was... Uh, excellent i cop i probably could have split that with someone i was by myself so i didn't um but it was it was pretty good yeah and uh obviously we're hoping so we're coming in you know we're coming the week of valentine's day so we're sort of hoping that those boarding like lines are going to go down so yeah. that we don't have to get all 10 of us into the park early like as early i don't know i mean i would yeah. say eight o'clock eight o'clock's not as bad but Six o'clock, that's pretty early to get that many people out the door into the yes. park. Now, probably about that time, I mean, right now it's seven. I'm sure it's going to go out as you get further away from this busy time. And yeah. still, though, still today, the, the boarding passes were distributed within 30 minutes or less of the park opening. No, it's so crazy. Um, and you can get a backup one, but they only call you if all of the other people basically actually showed up on time and got through. And right. I really, really don't want to give spoilers because I have to tell you, I think that if I knew what the ride was, I shouldn't say ride. What I knew what yeah. the experience was before I went, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much because okay. every single aspect of it was a surprise to me. Everything. Good, good. I didn't know yeah. the 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 how the experience was going to go at all. Um, yeah, we're we're very interested because there are like certain people we follow on, um, you know, like on YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. And because for us, like not to be blasphemous, but we we thought that the new Hagrid ride at Universal was like beyond yeah. compare. Like it because it it was like that. Like it's a cool ride. It, I haven't been on it. It's a roller coaster, but... but everything is like it's a surprise and yes. all the things. And so 
one of them, I think, what did say that they thought that this was like their favorite, even yes. over that. So I was like, okay, it's just I change things then. Uh, the whole thing is awesome. And if if so, if you're out there and you're listening, and you've seen a YouTube video of it, just know that it's awesome in person. I can't yeah. I can't speak yeah. to the YouTube videos because I didn't watch any, but in person, it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, we have watched some, but yeah. it's like, and it's I came out be, of. I know it's going to be different. It's so cool because I, you legit for a split second think you might be in a Star Wars movie, and I'm not a Star Wars like huge fan. By the way, I'm, I'm finally watching The Mandalorian and that freaking baby Yoda Ooh. crap. And oh I know it's not really Yoda. Please don't correct me. I understand, right. but collectively, everyone, it's, it's everyone's cheap. comfortable calling it baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, yeah, so cute. It is, and I don't it, like. I mean, every time he would do something, Doug and I would look at each other and go, like, oh. Do the when he things. had his like little cup of soup or whatever that was oh my god oh all of it everything oh every little god. thing he, he just blinks it's um, adorable it's adorable so highly recommend rise of the resistance if yeah. you it's a little bit of a thrill ride somewhere in somewhere in there you get a little thrill okay um, there's okay. Act, Good. That's I, what listen, I'm looking for the one other takeaway i have to tell is i remember talking about our or my experience at galaxy's edge and saying like the, the cast members there really are acting a lot of the time I okay. know that they're playing a role at all parks. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not, but specifically at Galaxy's Edge with their use of vocab words and stuff. Not re- not calling your receipt a receipt. They're calling it a cargo slip or whatever. You know, like they're all yeah. about it. Right. However, it took me forever to get that down. <laughs> yes, that kind of thing. So on Rise of the Resistance, you better believe they're doing the exact same thing. Like mm-hmm. someone pops into the area where you are and says, hey, are you guys with the Resistance? And you have to say, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Follow me. And like, you kind of forget. Yeah, like, this is a very serious yes. matter. And there's another get part. Get together, Carol. There's a part where you're you are you encounter a uh, a member of the first order who you know bad character for those of you yeah. and it was convincing enough that a small child on the attraction was upset and wanted to know why we were encountering this and the parents had to say no this is just like a play it's like a movie but in real life yeah. oh. so if anything there's a compliment to their acting ability because yeah. uh, it was pretty convincing you're like, um, and then everyone else is like that's adorable but yes. also hilarious yes. <laughs> Um, and I was nervous too because again I don't I don't know if I like surprises. Could you imagine that. if they somehow threw a baby Yoda like the species if they threw the puppet in there? Like, yes, somewhere. Oh my gosh, they should. It would really round out the experience. Just saying. Someone did I'm ask sure me. You could give him his like total like his own ride, and everyone would love it. Yes, <laughs> uh, baby Yoda's wild ride. Honestly, if Toad. they just did if they did like a puppet experience where you can meet him. Yeah. As the character, it would go nuts. Um, yeah, can you imagine what the lines would be like for Do that? Do you know how many Instagram boyfriends would be dragged <laughs> by their Instagram girl? It'd be like, no we're offense. going to see Baby yes. Yoda. My gosh. They would need to legit give it a name, though. Like, the it child. needs to have a name. Yes. Yeah, anyway. I guess it's just the child. Well, I don't know. I'm not fully caught up on The Mandalorian yet, so maybe they've named something. I don't know how dare you spoil something. Um, by the way, I'm someone not, did ask if The Mandalorian is incorporated at all in Galaxy's Edge, and the answer is yes, because... Mm. When I was exiting Galaxy's Edge and I looked up, I saw a billboard advertising the Mandalorian. That's about <laughs> as close as we get. Yeah. Um, so Hopefully later at some point, at some point. Um, so after Hollywood Studios, I took, a, took went home, took a big nap, and got ready and went out to Epcot because listen, if you ever wanted to see like Disney at night or Disney after dark or whatever you yeah. want to call it, Epcot on New Year's Eve is the place to be. Yeah. So okay, you'll have to tell me everything because. We were talking about, I was like, I think every country celebrates at different hours, right? Not necessarily. So the okay. the, the star of the show after the fireworks, because on New Year's Eve night, they did two showings of Epcot Forever. I happened to photograph the first one with Brayden, who you've met. 
And yeah. uh, Wes, follow him on Instagram at dark, oh crap, Disney Parktography because his pictures are stupid, ridiculously oh. nice. Okay. His name is Wes. And you know everyone already knows yeah. Brayden yet. So already. And um, so we did the fireworks there and then we split up and I'm like walking around. And uh, by the way, I had a dinner at a sandwich at the Electric Umbrella. It was like a mozzarella chicken sandwich and it was excellent mozzarella. it was very good i don't normally eat at the electric umbrella but it was the only yeah. one offering i was like you ate at the electric well umbrella. it was the only one offering um mobile order and i was not no. about to wait on a line yeah. the night of new year's eve the busiest you night think of it year. was just because you were very hungry that it tasted good no it actually was really good um <laughs> good even flavor. the the fries that came with it were a little thicker than they normally are you can actually okay. taste potato for once. They're really showing out potato. on Potato, yes, they finally did. So anyway, whatever, who cares about what I ate? So um, a <laughs> bunch of different parts of the park are celebrating New Year's Eve, okay. you know, experiences that you wouldn't find on a normal park day, including but right. not limited to the silent DJ or the silent groove area. So this is just, it's in like the hub area of Epcot between the pin trading like store right. and the back of Spaceship Earth, like that area that yeah. doesn't really have much going on. Um, have you seen a silent DJ set up before? Like where everyone's wearing headphones yes. and dancing. So if you're not wearing the headphones, yeah, if you're not wearing the headphones, it looks really dumb. It's so silly because you just hear like it. You can hear like like. But how do you get plugged into like what they're listening to? If they're wireless. You just have to go up to the to the table and get a pair of headphones, and they were blue oh. and green. So you knew if you the blue people were listening to one thing, the green people oh were listening gosh. to another. Oh, I have a little bit of audio. So this is the silent groove <laughs> at uh, Epcot. Just kidding. No, they can't hear anything. That's the whole point. So <laughs> that was it. That yeah, was that was it. it. You're Can welcome. Can you imagine it? Yes. So uh, I tried to because some guy was really hardcore singing badly, and I don't know if he heard it. And every time I went to go record it, he would stop. He didn't see me. It just it just kept working out yeah. that I wasn't like, getting. I was like, I'm walking away from this. But it's awesome because you're there in the in the like I'm just watching up against like the barricade and everyone's yeah. dancing. And I'm not judging. It's like it looked fun, but. You're not judging, but you are judging because that is the best people watching around. People, it is awesome. But everyone's having a good time, so I'm like, live your life. But in the front of the group of people, there's like one or there's two DJs, I guess, each one doing blue, one doing green, whatever. But one of them grabs the mic, and you can see her like getting excited and animated into the mic, and like not really fist pumping, but like going for it. But I can't hear a word she's saying because obviously she's speaking into the microphone that only the people with headphones can hear. And I just was looking at her like, this is so bizarre to me. It's like it's like weird. I don't know. So I left the silent DJ, went over by Mission Space. So you pass like mouse gear on your right, electrical on your left, go over to the Mission Space area. There's, an, there's a DJ right there pumping tunes, like loud, 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 loud music. And no one's dancing. It's the funniest thing. Everyone is doing what I was doing, which is going up. To, no, it's just that people didn't want to dance, but they wanted to be involved and make it look like they were there. And so everyone, mm-hmm. by the way, the internet's a sham, right? So I'm doing the exact same thing because I'm going up mm-hmm. to and taking a video as if I'm in this crowd of people, but there was no crowd of people. No one right. was dancing. Everyone okay, was like so you're congregating. Me the people, so there's people wearing headphones and those people are dancing, yes. but the people that are listening to music with not everyone dancing. else They're, are not moving. Legit, not one person was dancing. I'm like, so okay, weird. now this is just That's what I happen to be there. social experiment. I'm sure as the night rolled on and the alcohol was absorbed in oh, the bloodstreams, yeah. it was a little different of a story. Um, Somebody's like, "That's my jam." <laughs> so I left there. I went through, uh, went over back to World Showcase. Where, listen, if you need a place to go and Epcot, do you you watch SNL? You know when Stefan gives his yeah. or yes. Stefan gives his like this China yes. is what he would he be describing. Yes. They know how to get down. I wish I could live there because the setup at the China thing is like that rigging that I swear I've only seen during cage matches in wrestling. But like those rigging thing that makes like a square at the top so they can hang things from it. So in the middle of this is a smoke breathing dragon 
that activates when the beat drops. And in addition to that, the posts, like with the rigging up there that's creating like a perimeter, is shooting fi- like things of fire when the beat drops too. Oh so you God. know, you know what's what's gonna happen. Now obviously they're they're yeah. playing like all the fan favorites. By the way, this is Disney. So think about yeah. this. So like I don't normally associate the things I'm describing as just hanging out in the China Pavilion. This is right? like Pleasure Island type yes. stuff. This is by that nice like little serene garden thing, you know, like that little bridge right. over in the China Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the song they were playing when I walked over, so you could imagine how excited people were. And you better believe that little part in the middle there is when the smoke came the out of the dragon. Version. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was out of control. People going okay, crazy. This sounds fun. This sounds fun. Yes. Um, I mean, I'm already like on board. This sounds like it. A- now, let's crowd levels. How are the crowd levels? It was busy, but I have to okay. say that the thing that saves the night is the is the traffic that like the setup that they have, the uh, like the crowd okay. control, because the entire world showcase was taped on the ground with a divider and arrows going one way or the other. Oh, like to so tell if you, you're, hey, you're if, on the wrong side walking. Yes. If you're going clockwise, you're in one lane. If you're going counter, you're in the other. And obviously okay, you have to like merge in and out. So there's going to be yeah. sometimes there's a little bit of a bottleneck in Mexico for a lot of the night just because of like always. I feel like there's always there's a always one there. there. But for the most part, people were moving like it really wasn't that bad. It was better than I thought because people were telling me it was just it's insane. You can't move. Yeah, you really couldn't move as long as you were on the right side, the correct okay. side. I don't mean right or left, like the correct side. Yeah. Um, going over to Italy, they had a laser light show with fog and stuff, more music. I kind of just kind of walked past that. The American Pavilion or the uh, the gardens out there, I can't think of what it's called, but the, that, you know, little theater out there had yeah. the uh, had a Spanish-speaking group up there. And the way the, set, the stage was set up, it looked like you could basically get on stage with them. You can't, like, you couldn't get in the band, but you were, like, r- be able to go right up to them. You're like, you just get up there and you kind of like, what's Yes, going here, on? here comes Greg the Gringo coming up. Um <laughs> It was so El gringo, everyone. El gringo. <laughs> um, Everyone's clapping. Yeah. Could you imagine? I would. I'd be, I would love it. So um, there were. Pe- I mean, there really were people everywhere. Yes, the uh, crowd was organized, but there were there were people doing things I don't normally see. One, they allowed people on the grass. So like the you know where the mm. bed of flowers is for the Flower and Garden Festival. This is not in World Showcase, but like out there where kind of like the monorail track is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and if you keep going, that's where the butterfly tent is, that that mm-hmm. area. They were allowing people on the on the grass. They put up like this temporary white picket fencing because they just were trying okay. to take people out of the main flow, basically. Yeah. The They're thing. like, you, you look drunk. Come stand over here. <laughs> it's actually a <laughs> checkpoint. And uh, yeah, they're in, like, actually, in this area, they're doing uh, sobriety tests. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from the grassy area, everyone. <laughs> what a buzzkill. Like, Could you just um, come over here and just watch my finger? For yeah. a second? Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> listen, listen, this is a new exclusive ride. You have to walk this straight line. The person who does it the best. Gets to stay. Do you, wait, do you have a fast? It's okay. You don't need a fast. Just, just come on. Just come on over. Just because you, you know we'll me, just, I'm going to let you yeah, in. Yeah, we'll just let you do it. <laughs> um, on the bridge between the France Pavilion and the UK Pavilion, you know, you go over like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. There are people that were up against the railing that were sleeping there. I mean, like when I say sleeping, I don't mean like full on hobo. I'm because they had like they brought blankets and towels with the intention of sleeping. Weird. Yes, well, because it's one way to secure your midnight firework spot. Because, oh, yeah. you know, this was at like 830. I saw these people. They're doing like, this. also, we're just adding to what it's really like in yes. France and the UK <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Just bums everywhere sleeping. I don't know if I'd go to sleep, but it, it looks like a whole family. It, you, you can tell they were all in the same group, but they all just base. They didn't have sleeping bags because I think you're not allowed to bring in them. But they had like makeshift blankets and towels and stuff. 
You're and like, they, this isn't New York City. Please take your diapers off. Yes. And <laughs> as a matter of full disclosure, okay, I left before midnight because it turns out I can't hang like I thought I could. You were tired. I was tired. And um, you may have you may remember that I sent you a text message at midnight to say we Happy did. New Year. I had actually programmed that early in the night and I was in bed by like 11. <laughs> What's wrong How with that? How dare you? I thought I was so special. Isn't it the oh, thought that counts? So special. It was the thought, but I thought that I was special. That and I was like, oh, Greg actually like sent me a message. Well, I did. I just programmed I it before PJs. I went to bed. I was in PJs on the couch with Doug's family. And yeah, we were watching a New Year's Rock and Eve, of course. So when I woke up, I got some nice and I did it to like not. I mean, to, to be fair, it was only like maybe four or five people I sent that out to, and like right, so obviously I am family. Special with what you're yes. saying? Yeah. So it okay. doesn't matter the time. Just it was the thought, right? Because um, by the way, I figured it out. It's it's built into my phone. It's in the well. I have a oh. an Android, but I use the Verizon Messages app just because I like it. But either way, it's built into the thing. So like, it's just I wonder if they have a scheduling thing on the iPhone. Look into it if you wanna. I'll have to look at it. It's great. It's a great way to wish someone their a birthday on midnight <laughs> of their birthday. If you want to go to bed, feel, feel free to reach out. Yes. If you know what he's talking about. Well, anyway, so there's a few yeah. a few a few tips if you're going. By the way, if you are like on the fence about going to New Year's, you I think it's something that needs to be done. I don't feel the same way about going to Times Square in New York City. Don't do that. Oh that's, no, God no. That's torture. Well, no, but when we had Brayden on and he talked about it, I was like, I mean, what is that? Like they do that every year. Like what is the pull for that? Because nothing about that sounds fun to me. It's but then but then Doug and I were talking and we yeah. thought. Well, maybe the different countries celebrate at different hours when it's actually New Year's Eve in that country. Because I do think that would be cool. It wouldn't be cool, but no. I don't know if you saw anything, but Japan, like, they do it up in Japan. <laughs> Japan didn't do a fireworks display. They did a drone display. I don't know if you oh, saw that. Oh, no, I didn't. It was like thousands of drones, and it was so large that it looked like fireworks, but it was literally just drones. Oh, my gosh. And they did like a big countdown, and I was like, "Holy crap!" No, I Japan haven't seen knows it. What's up. Yes, and to be clear, everyone, that's the actual Japan country, not the pavilion at Epcot. Yes, not the pavilion, no. the actual country. We have some friends that are there now, so I was like, "I wonder what they did for New Year's," because you know it was like earlier in the daytime when it was, because I think they're the first country, maybe. Beats. Me. I'm not bad. I'm bad one. at geography. I don't know what to tell you. I think they're the first ones that celebrate it. So anyway. Well, that was my, my Epcot news. Listen, you, yeah. you should – I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to go to Disney World in the busiest time of the year because the rest of it's pretty miserable because <laughs> it's so busy. Yeah. But Epcot is like – it was alternate universe Epcot and it made me appreciate one regular Epcot and two that like it has the ability to, to continue to transform into something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I mean, they really put ever, the time. Was there ever a time though that you looked around and you were like, how am I ever going to get out of this? No. Like, okay, good. There were still like – I feel like when you're in Magic Kingdom, sometimes it's like, how am I going to move anywhere? No, what's nice about World Show, like most of the partying is happening. Don't get me wrong. People were drunk. People were dropping their plastic shot glasses. (laughs) But what are you going to do? You just have to go in knowing that like, it's like going to a bar or whatever. You're going to run into the sloppies. Yeah, food and wine at nighttime in Epcot. So if you needed an escape, you could easily make your way into like the back of a pavilion that are going to be less crowded because people want to be in the stream or right. just hop out a world showcase. And the rest of the park was very manageable. Or like if, if you're drunk, just hit the lagoon and yes. <laughs> take oh a breather. <laughs> yes, just See how d- long it takes you to get picked up. You don't want to go full in. You just want to put your ankles in. You don't want to put your feet in. Up to your ankles. Can you imagine like someone's yes. just in there, the cops come over and they're like, sir, what are you doing? You're like, I'm just putting my feet just in. Just put my feet Calm in. I'm down, everyone. Yes. So I'm not taking a nap. I'm just closing my <laughs> the eyes. The ducks are like slowly walking over, like looking at you. What's <laughs> happening? They're like, excuse um, me. <laughs> so, uh, let's jump into some news. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. 
hard-hitting journalistic news coming your way. I only have like one thing. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Hit us. Um, it is that they're doing a new monthly collectible series Ooh. based around Minnie Mouse. So it's called Minnie Mouse, The Main Attraction. Uh, this is an all-new limited release series. So you know how they've done all these series where it's like, um, like the they've done colors. So it's yeah, like bronze gold. was like the yeah. most recent one. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's kind of like that, um, but they are releasing like different things for different attractions each month throughout okay. 2020. So um, they don't give you like all of this stuff. They do have like a calendar that shows you what attraction is for each month. Okay. Um, but the first one is going to be Space Mountain, which mm. I love celebrating the 45th anniversary of Space Mountain being in Walt Disney World. Um, I think they said it releases on January 18th. And yes. the first things that they have is a lounge fly backpacks, backpack. So it's like white sequence and it has um, like these ear, like space looking ears or whatever. And then there's like a mini doll. There's a mug. There's some ears. And then there's some collectible pins. Okay. So you can do that. Um, but yeah, so as the months go on, there's a different icon. So next month's going to be Pirates of the Caribbean. March is going to be uh, the teacups. April's going to be, uh, it's a small world. So like you can go look up these calendars and see which one. And then they have collectibles for each of those. And which is your favorite, do you, you think? Like what's the one you're like, I have to get something from this? Um, These collectible things aren't really that big for me. But okay. I mean, October obviously is Haunted Mansion. So I'll be inter- interested to see what they come up with for that. June is Peter Pan, I think. So it's a clock tower. So I'm assuming it's Peter Pan. I think that oh, will be no. cool. But I'm just interested to see, like, all the different things they come out with. Yeah. Um, the the dolls are cute. Like, I mean, if you are a doll collector, there are some people that collect the, um, yeah. the Mickey and Minnie Mouse dolls. I think it's going to be a cool year because even her dress. So even her dress in this one, it, like, is round and has the things that looks like Space Mountain. Oh, like, gotcha. it looks like it Like, her skirt looks like the Space Mountain. Oh, that's cool. Like, dome. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm uh, really excited to kind of see what they come out with every month. Yeah. And it's fun because it's like, oh, what's going to come out? I think... um. I want to say Nicole collects them. Okay. Uh, Nicole from Disney Dream Co. Yeah. I feel like she collects the Mickeys, but maybe not. Maybe it's other people I'm thinking of. But anyways. Either way, they just got a plug. DisneyDreamCo.com for a Disney That's book. right. That's right. But anyway, it starts on January 18th and then look for one each month. All right. Um, I'm guessing you could probably buy these things at Mouse Gear or can you? Because Mouse Gear is closed. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? It's Did, done. I think we... We knew we, we knew, knew it was, was gonna close. Yeah, it wasn't like an overnight thing. Oh, by the way, Mouse Gear is closed, so it's it's still, closed like, for that's its... the one shop that I go to when I'm there. Yeah, that's like Nicole is Nicole. Don't even speak to her. She's inconsolable. Oh gosh. Okay, so <laughs> what are they doing now? I can't remember. So there's a temporary store just past uh, Electric Umbrella, pretty much where mm-hmm. I was just talking about where the DJ was. It doesn't. I mean, it looks like a it looks like a makeshift shop. But what are you gonna mm-hmm. do? The merch has to go somewhere. Um, yeah. They're redoing it. It's a big refurb, kind of like how World of Disney got a big refurb over the last yeah. year or so, or however long that was. Uh, the artwork, you know, the concept art makes it look like it's going to be nice and fancy and new. And and, okay. and even though I love Mouse Gear, probably did, did need an update. It's you know, Are it's going to do some like projections and stuff. In hopefully, there? yeah, make it look nice. Um, yeah. And when it's going to open, it's a little bit of an up in the air thing. I don't think Disney officially announced it, but I was reading an article on the MainStreetMouse.com, and they are under the impression. Uh, that it won't be opening until 2022. Yikes. Yeah, in the same location, obviously. Think, yeah, but you would think that they would be trying to get it ready for 2021. I would think so too, but what like, do I know? What is going to take that long? I don't know. They're installing, I don't know, the same RFIDs that's making Rise of the Resistance crash. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. You're like, they took away the fountain. They took away mouse gears. <laughs> what is next? The electric umbrella is going next. <laughs> take it. 
burn it. I know, right? Close up that umbrella the and throw one, it out. The one thing that you're like, you know, we, it wouldn't hurt our feelings if you took this away. They're like, no, we're leaving it. <laughs> Although I will say that sandwich ad was good. Um, well, and then the Starbucks is still down, right? There's Don't a temporary a Starbucks opened up now. Yeah, okay. down uh, at the beginning of World Showcase on the right. I guess at least they're giving you the temporary versions. Yes. Uh, speaking of refurbs, there are some attractions that start their big winter refurbs as the as this uh, episode is released. Mm-hmm. I think all three of these are actually the same day. Splash Mountain and Magic Kingdom is closed for a while. Test Track yeah, is going to be down for at least two months, okay. which is kind of a big deal because there's, a, yeah, there's but- only a handful of e-ticket attractions in Epcot. Well, and Test Track's like down half of the day every day anyway. When it rains. So I can't um, tell you the last time I've ridden it because every time we go, it's like, well, let's go do, te- well, it's like 75 minute wait. And then otherwise it's like, oh, it's down. <laughs> That's the attraction to get your, your fast passes for. Yes. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw when I posted on New Year's Eve night, the single rider line for Test mm-hmm. Track was 80 minutes. Single rider. No, I don't get it. Single don't rider. Get it. Don't do it. Don't go on a ride. Just no, don't go on a ride that you, night. Did I ever tell you what the the like tip that I learned about fast passes our last trip? I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know if I said this on here. So a cast member actually told me this, and I was like, "Ooh, dish." I like how you're talking in a hushed so tone, guys. She this said, is a she said, secret. "Look, when a ride is down, try to get a fast pass for it during that time period, because as immediately after you book the fast pass, it shows that the ride is down, and then you get a free fast pass." And we tried it and it worked multiple Interesting. times. So she was like, oh, because it was for Space Mountain. And we had a fast pass and we were like, oh, it was down. But she goes, okay, but let me tell you something. Right after you use that, try to book another fast pass for Space Mountain while it's still down. Because it, this system automatically reads that it's down and then you get a free fast pass for whatever else you want to. So I have to look into this. Pro tip, everybody. Pro tip. Put um, that in your pocket. <laughs> Uh, oh, and the Cali River Rapids ride is also closed for refurbishment. But if you think about it, Splash and the Cali River Rapids makes sense because it's not really super hot out anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did see something on Instagram today, and I don't think Disney like announced this, but I saw someone post, and then it kind of it kind of got spread around. Someone had had shown like it looked like a business card kind of thing that was from Pop Century. I don't know if they're doing this in Art of Animation or the other. Um, resorts, which is really just okay. Riviera and Caribbean Beach on the Skylander line, but it's at starting uh, January 5th, which is now yesterday at this point you're listening to this. Yeah. Buses to Epcot and Hollywood Studios will depart once an hour from Pop Century. Dude, and for there, I would be living. And for more immediate travel to those parks, please use Disney Skyliner. Oh my gosh. Which is great for people like me who don't mind a height. Or a little bit of a thrill yeah. as you're taking off a landing and those things. Because every time I'm convinced I'm going to hit the thing in front of me. And you won't. Generally speaking, right. it's not going to happen. Right, but Doug and I are already like sensey pants about the fact that they <laughs> doubled that they doubled the price of all of the uh, value resorts already. They have not. The well, what time resorts, are you looking at? The value resorts start at one ninety nine a night now. Where? What, I mean, what time of year? Go look. Go, now. Go no, look. We have not, not now. Not now. To, like, what about like January, February? Lowest, Yes, yes, we looked and they were at one ninety nine. Go look it up. Give Tell me a give me a resort. Do you mean Art of Animation? We have some friends too that are going in March, and she was like, "Yeah, it was one ninety nine for us." What? Wait, what? Which of the? I'm not kidding you. It I... started after our August trip. We looked for November, and then we were like, "Okay, well, let's look for uh, like February or March," and it was the same. And we were like, "That's not a value." I'm sorry, but that's not value. Which resort is this? Art pop? Like uh, any of the all stars? No. Well, here's I'm, the thing. I'm not kidding. Look I... it up. 
And I'm not saying that you don't know your way around the Disney website, but just make sure that you don't always go by just the first price that pops up. When you click into the resort, it'll show you not just the preferred or suites. I'm not saying I don't know if that's what was happening. Was non-preferred. When we looked it up, it was not because I was like, was it was that preferred? He was like, no, that's oh a baseline. Gosh. room. And our friends that just booked, they like just booked last week, said that it was one ninety nine for them for the end of March. I have to look into this. Of course, I'm trying to look yeah. now. My computer is not cooperating. So that's what we're coming off of that. And then just the nickel and diming of everything that we're like, if this stupid fast pass thing rolls out, <laughs> live a it. rumor. It's a rumor. I know it is a rumor, but you know. Yes. Well, rumors got to start somewhere where somebody knows something. Let's, let's spread more rumors. <laughs> um, before we, yeah. uh, leading up to today's recording, I had put out the Ask Us Anything on our Instagram. Yeah. So if you need another reason to follow us at at that Park Life podcast on the gram. Um, I wanted to open up to see what questions people have for us. And there are some thinkers in here. I actually have, I know that the answers to mine are not going to be what you're expecting. And that's what I like about this. Yeah. I don't so, think mine are, well, mine might, some of them might be, but some of them you're going to be like, oh. And I re- I found one that, I, one of the questions, I cannot think of an answer for it. So I'm going to start was with it, that one. Was it the first one? Yeah. The which one character you wish you could character, meet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an answer for that? Okay, so I I said, you know, I'm not big on character meets. Yes. Like, I've talked about that before. I feel awkward. But I think that it would be okay if I had to to meet Star-Lord. I thought okay. that would be a fun one because okay. I haven't done that. Um, I said, or I really wish that they had Statler and Waldorf from the Muppets as oh. real characters because <laughs> I would freaking love to meet them. <laughs> um, and then just this episode, I was like, if they had a – you know, baby Yoda, I think I would jump right on that. Yes. Now that you so, mention it, that does yeah. sound, that does sound pretty cool. Anyone that I can be really sassy with and it's not awkward because they're not like stuck in their time period. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like, do I love Ariel? Yeah, I love her, but you can only talk about dingle hoppers for so long <laughs> and she has no idea what you're talking about. So, no, I mean, correct. I can't be like, oh my gosh, did you see the Kardashians? And she's like, what's a Kardashian? <laughs> you know, like, it's just... Yes, I get anyway. what you're saying. You don't want to be anachronistic yeah. with these people. Fine. Yeah. So I'm like, but Statler and Waldorf, I mean, you can just be real like what you can just be real sassy and funny with them. I think that's because wanna... they'd be they'd be making fun of you the whole time. Yes. I don't want to take your answer, but okay. I couldn't think of one. And now that you mention it, yeah. that is so the, those are two characters yeah. I would love to meet. I think I totally thought that when it was like Greg probably would be on board with this too. Yes. Like we us both of us would be like this is the best character meet ever. Um I just want to circle back to this value resort being exorbitant. I'm looking right okay. now and don't get me wrong this is still a high price. But yes. the uh for the week that I'm looking at in March, All-Star Sports is 163. Which is a exactly. lot of money. It used to be 99. Well, I don't And if you the things it says starting at 99 but we're like where when do they start at 99 because every time that we've looked well i'm sure there are limited rooms at that price in january i'm sure there's no rooms at that price (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna find one um but anyway find one let me know i will maybe the character i want to meet is the person who decides the uh, prices for the rooms um all right next question Mm -hmm. if you could have a fast pass for one ride for the rest of your life what would it be you go first this time I chose Toy Story Mania. Really? Yes. Because You're that competitive with it? <laughs> it's not that I'm competitive. It's that for me, even though the track is the same and the games are the same, I have yeah. a different experience every time. And every I time. just want to get like excellent at it. 
So okay, that, that is why I did a fast pass for it on New Year's Eve morning at 6.05 to 7.05. By the way, I was <laughs> one of two people redeeming a fast pass without attraction at that time <laughs> that I could see anyway. And, you like uh, go to check in. They're like, "Are you serious?" Yes. You're like, "Yeah, I'm serious." <laughs> well, the line was 45 minutes. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't about to wait oh, that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. By the way, just if you didn't catch that, at 6:05 a.m., the line yeah. for Toy Story Mania was 45 minutes. Think about that. Um, but I love it. I actually really. I don't know if I would say this is my all-time favorite Disney ride, which is a question that's coming up. But mm-hmm. I would. Lo- I don't want to wait. I'm not going to wait in line to play a, basically a glorified arcade game. However. I love it. I actually re- yeah. it. I really, really love the ride. I think it's that so is fun. Interesting. I never would have guessed that for yeah. you. So that's interesting. Okay, so I said, all right, so keep in mind, this is pre, I haven't done Rise of the Resistance okay. yet. Obviously, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is not open yet, yes. and Tron's not open yet. Yes. <laughs> but as it is right now, mine would be Space Mountain. Okay. Because it just, it never gets old to me. Um, I could ride that one all day. Okay. So... You go left sometimes, you go right. That's right. Well, I, we typically like to go left. I, like I know left. that the tracks are the same. I don't but care for what some people reason, say. The left just seems better. Left is the best. It feels better. Left is right, if you know what I and mean. And I don't ever want to wait in line for that because if you grew up going to Disney, you know the horror of having to wait in the line for Space Mountain. I'm not um, a fan. It was the worst ever. So anytime I'm like, I'm not waiting in that line. Like, <laughs> I am not going to be on the left side of this line. Nope. <laughs> Forget about it. Nope, nope, nope. So that would um, be mine. The last time I was on, I had a fast pass. And they were telling everyone to go right. I was like, would it be too much trouble if we went to the left, please? Oh, I And they let ask. us go. They're like, well, yeah, like, just be quick. Yeah, they're like, whatever. They kind of roll their eyes at you, but because they, like, it, in their minds, they're like, it's the same freaking track. No. But you're like, I don't know what it is. I like I turning think, right. I don't know if it's just less jerky on the left side. I don't know. Uh, next question was a little more in depth. It was a small question, but it comes with, like, big answers. This yeah, was the favorite I'm, restaurant at each park. And I want you to know that every one that I answered was a quick service because I roll that way. Yeah. Well, that's what I kind of had a hard time because um, I'm like, well, we pretty much eat quick service everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the most of the sit down places that we really like are not. Not in the uh, parks. They're like they're on resorts. But yeah. then I thought of some. So. Okay. Hit me. Start. So what's what your Magic you? Kingdom? Okay. Magic Kingdom. Um, I said Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. And Kate and Casey's. Yes. Um, and then I also said the old, di- the old dinner menu at Be Our Guest, because <laughs> I thought that we, we've done dinner a couple times at Be Our Guest when it was the older menu. Um, I think you got more food and it was better. So, so. you know, I misinterpreted the question because when I heard favorite restaurant, I was just going to pick one. And then I have overachieving Hello, Beth over what? here <laughs> who's picking a series. Well, because I, I kept thinking of like, these are quick service. And if this person was not thinking quick service, I'm like, well, let me give you an actual oh. like sit down that we did. But I, I decided wouldn't do it anymore that. because it changed. I decided I didn't care what the que- the person asking what, yeah, what their intention you. was. <laughs> um, well, because I don't want to lie and say I like the Plaza restaurant when I've never eaten there and I probably won't right, eat there. Right. Nothing yeah. against that. I was never eaten there and I haven't eaten at Tony's Town Square, whatever either. And I, I don't know. I Tony's is terrible. That's so what I hear. So I'll never try it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for my Magic Kingdom, I did Pecos Bill, which might actually mm-hmm. be my favorite quick service place yeah. just about anywhere. That's another one. We It's pretty much those three. Pecos, yeah. Sleepy Hollow, and Casey's. Oh, I love it. I love Pecos Bill. Yeah. Uh, Epcot, what did you have? The San Hanel Inn. Oh. I I actually like eating in the Mexico Pavilion. I think it's great. Okay. Their food in there is fun. Um, I just like the atmosphere in there, too, when you're sitting by the like the volcano thing or the pyramid or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like where the ride goes It through. is cool in there, yeah. I do like that little area. And I thought the food was good. I mean, it's Mexican food. You can't really mess it up that much. No. 
Um, so I've always liked that. And we are doing Via Napoli in February when we come. I've never been there, but I've heard good things. So oh, stay tuned. can't wait for you to be disappointed. So for oh, me, yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't, we just had bad experiences, <laughs> but I'm sure it's great um, for other people who don't have gluten allergies. Um, <laughs> yeah. For me, for Epcot. Now, listen, in Epcot, there is World Showcase. It's a bevy mm. of food, right? It's a smorgasbord yeah. of food. Yeah. I prefer the Sunshine Season Grill because I just, I don't know. I don't normally eat at the uh, country restaurants. I should probably do it more, but I just really love the food options there. I'm feeling, I'm is, feeling so lame. In the land. In the land. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can they catch me. good food in there. We've eaten lunch in there Catch me times. in the land. So that's it. <laughs> catch me in the land. How about that? Um, okay. How about Hollywood Studios? Did you put anything for Hollywood? No, I can't think of okay. anything. All right. The only thing that I put was breakfast at Hollywood and Vine because that used to be a staple of ours. Oh, okay. I never do like it. breakfast there. It is um, Disney Junior characters, but yes. like we just like the spread of food. Because okay. I honestly feel like Disney does a really good job at most of their buffets mm-hmm. because they're giving everybody options. Um, and for the price that you pay for it, it's like all you can eat. And we think that that's great. Yes. You can so load, breakfast at Hollywood up. and Vine, even for someone who says that they're not a big fan of the character stuff, the food is great. There. Okay. Um, I do like the... Uh, I went to Hollywood Brown Derby like semi recently over the last couple of months, yeah. and we had, had a good meal. I could, okay. I can't say it's my favorite restaurant there because I'm not going to continue to go back to it. I love the atmosphere yeah. of the back lot, but like none of the meals are really jumping out at me anymore. Yeah, and um, I did recently have a good shrimp. Um, what was it? It was like a teriyaki shrimp bowl at the commissary. It was really good. Yeah, but yeah. I can't go. You know, just the one dish is the reason why I like that restaurant the most. Right. But I do. Right. I, if I had to eat at Hollywood Studios right now. Um, I would get that that teriyaki bowl. I think it was teriyaki. It was yeah. really good. I've heard good things too about the fifties prime time. I've just we've never done. I haven't it. done it. Still haven't had the pil- the peanut butter milkshake. So Ooh, I have had that now. It's good. Oh, God, I gotta catch because you can get that from the the, the tune in lounge. I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, over at Animal Kingdom, I do have an answer, and it is another quick service, and it is drum roll, please. <laughs> Uh, Satouli Canteen. Delicious. Excellent. We haven't eaten there yet, but I've <gasps> What? I honestly think that once we do, we'll be like, why haven't we been eating here? It's expensive, but it is good. That's Yeah. For us, that's usually it. We look at the menu and we're like, oh, we could go off property and get something for way it's cheaper than this. So good. But I've heard the food's really good. Um, our staple is breakfast at Tusker House. Oh, yes. That's our favorite. We do that almost every trip. Okay. Um... We are doing it in February. We are doing it in March, and we are doing it when we come in November. Wow! So, what a what a cre- bunch of creatures of habit. I know that's one that we're willing to splurge for. Okay, it is good. And I, again, we you know, I haven't been there in a while. Nicole used to work I there, heard so it's like, about other meals. Dinner dinner like, is excellent. You could take it from yeah. Nicole. He used to work there. She, she said, yeah. and she was able to every now and then consume the food. Uh, okay. It is good. She said it is really excellent food. Yeah. Again, a lot of options. So if you have. You know, all kinds of eaters in your family. They have a ton of options there. Yes. Um, and I've heard that Boma is a, basically the exact same thing, except Tusker they don't have Pop. Light. We like Tusker House Mealy Pop. And like if Boma doesn't have that. So we're like, sorry, we're not coming there. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway. Sorry, you're not good enough, Boma. No Boma coma for you. Sorry. And I thought even though Sanaa is not really in the park, I thought Sanaa was good when we all went. Yeah, we, that was good. The bread service was an experience. Yeah. You want to yeah. carve up. And our waiter was very knowledgeable. (laughs) It sounded just like that. Um, Next question was, if you had to replace your favorite ride in the Magic Kingdom, what would you put in its place? And I had a deep thought about this. This was a a tough one for me. 
So you want to go first? You want to no, unleash? You go, okay. No, you go first. I think we know what my favorite ride is in the Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom, which is, of course, Prince Charming's mm-hmm. Regal Carousel or whatever. No, it's uh, the, it's the People Mover, right? So that's mm-hmm. number one for me. Then I thought, okay, if I had to take out like the People Mover track and the and the moving vehicles, what would I want to be there? Right. And I thought this is a really excellent space to do something really cool with. So I don't know if you've ever heard of the High Line in New York City that used to be either a train track or a subway track that is actually a walking garden. So like they repurposed an elevated track. I'm not suggesting we put plants in the people mover track. I'm saying like use it as a walking interactive, not a queue, but a ride, kind of like the treehouse over in uh, Adventureland. But instead of it being a treehouse, you can walk this whole thing. And I want it to be ultimately a walking interactive time travel experience where so, you get to board, you know, you walk up, you still have to go the, up, up the escalator, fine. But you're you're walking to these different stations and some of the stations, like the um, what is now the Progress City area, maybe they can use mm-hmm. projection, projection mapping to show different cities that happen in space-related movies, right. like show Big Hero 6 scenes or stuff from WALL-E or some other like, under highlighted Disney movies that we don't really get a whole lot of stuff from um, or even something stitch related. Fine. Who cares? Um, And then I was thinking like, fine, who cares? Whatever stitch. I was thinking, I was thinking about how, what they're doing for the theming at the space Two Twenty restaurant over in Epcot, Mm -hmm. where the windows are going to make it look like you're looking out into space. Then I thought, what if the walkway from as you're leaving space mountain on what is now the people mover track as you're approaching the, carousel of progress area that's kind of like a nice stretch where instead of it being open there were screens and what you're actually looking at is what tomorrowland used to look like so you're looking at a vintage tomorrowland with like those old rickety looking rockets that were astro orbiters if you look up or if you look back at space mountain it was the old logo you look down at buzz Lightyear, space ranger spin and it's either a delta dream flight or those other things that used to be there before how um, can we make this happen? Yeah, I just thought I just thought like, why are you okay. not an Imagineer? <laughs> well, I mean, this is just whatever. Yeah. Um, put then a I was lot thinking, more thought into yours than mine. <laughs> well, this is most of this I thought of like four minutes before we sat down to record. Um, awesome. I waited all day. I was thinking, I was literally thinking about it all day, and it just hit me as I as we were getting ready. And then I was thinking inside Carousel of Progress, just make it something from like the future, kind of like the scene at the end of Carousel of Progress, tied in if you have to, right. or make it like something you could walk around and interact with. In the buzz area where you hear buzz come over the uh, loudspeaker and talk yeah. about the evil emperor Zerg. Um, somehow, some interaction with the green aliens in some way. Maybe you're helping them do something, talk with them. There are projections on the wall. Just like something. Even if it's like those games that they have or what they used to have in the Space Mountain queue. Where like, yeah. you know, you like stuff, but except you're actually interacting with like real things. Or maybe Zerg is there or something. I mean, part of me is like, why don't they do this now on the People Mover? And you it would just, be cool. That's just part of the ride, even if it's moving, like it's yeah. you know, even if they don't take away the People Mover aspect, I think it'd yeah. be so awesome to do. Um, like the reason why I mentioned time travel is I want to see what Tomorrowland used to look like, what it looks like now, and like what it, like an i an idealized version like Progress City was of what we think yeah. it could look like in the future. It doesn't have to even be accurate, just like what could it be? I like that's what I if I had to remove it, that's what I put in its place. Um, all right, let's just skip mine because mine's <laughs> super lame. <laughs> oh my well, what is it? I just said, I guess I was just like thinking in my head, um, Space Mountain is obviously my favorite. Yeah. And so <laughs> I just put, I would bring back Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and make it like legit. <laughs> Mr. Toad in space? Yeah. 
It would be no, super legit. Just to be clear, I just want you to know that it, that I love that idea for this reason. So if you're on the car for Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, think of mm-hmm. how the ride used to be. We were all on one level. But imagine yeah. adding inclines and declines to that. Right, that would be saying. a wild ride. That would be really crazy. Yes. And you can make it like you can make it look like hell in there because that's basically where you're going when you're yeah. on the ride. Well, because if you're so. climbing up, you could you could plunge into hell, and then the rest of it could yeah. be a little less satanic, right? They you can, can make you it can, fun. Yes, you can. They can make it satanically fun. <laughs> yes, you can resurrect yourself and come out of hell. Satan light, if you will. <laughs> Satan light. <laughs> and every flight and every car has the has six 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 on the license plate. Yeah, Perfect. like as you as you plunge down, there's like a scene from Song of the South, you know. <laughs> Uncle Remus welcomes you to hell. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, so basically, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride on steroids. I like that. Yeah. Or like, Get it's it like together, a... together, Disney. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, uh, Too Fast, Too Furious version. Too Fast, <laughs> Too you Wild. Will. You like get in the little car, but they strap you in like shoulders and everything. You're like, what? what is about to happen to it's me? It's <laughs> Too Wild, Too Toad, the That's Mr. Right. Toad's Wild Ride adventure. <laughs> Um, our last question that I want to answer for our questions that were submitted to us through Instagram at that park live podcast was what is your favorite ride at Disney and why? This is a tough, tough, tough question because how do you narrow it down? Because how, what? How do you narrow it down? Like there's a category. So it's like asking favorite someone ride? your favorite movie, by the way, always airplane. Um, but what, so what did you say is your favorite mm-hmm. ride at Disney? I mean, again, I was like, this is before rise of the resistance yes. and railway and Tron. Um, cause I'm really excited about Tron if you can't tell, but yes. I mean, Space Mountain has just always been my favorite because okay. it's nostalgic for me. It's, I like, I have a great time. I think the experience is awesome. It's in the dark. So you don't like, you don't remember or know what's coming. Everybody's having a good time screaming. I don't know. I think that's why I love it so much. Cause it's a thrill ride. It's a dark ride. It's a it's classic. It's not an opening yeah. day, but from 1975, like it's, it's been around yeah. the block. It's still like, 30, 40 something years old. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I I love Flight of Passage. I do think Flight of Passage is awesome. Um, Again, I mean, it depends on where you're sitting, whether or not you feel like you're going to yarf afterwards. Yarf. But but I'm excited for Rise of the Resistance because it's supposed to be amazing. I don't want to be a big boob here, right? (laughs) But. So I'm going to give you my answer, but just know that there's an asterisk next to it. And then if you look at the legend, it says Greg doesn't want to be a big boob. Um, (laughs) it, It has to be. On experience alone, yeah. Even though I've only done it once, it has yeah. to be Rise of the Resistance yeah. right now. That's, I get that because honestly, if you were to ask me my favorite ride of all time right now, I would tell you it's the Hagrid's ride. So. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's just that not a said, Disney right now. That said, uh, the shine obviously hasn't worn off because it's yeah, new. Right. But right. I had such a fun time on that ride because I, I truly, and I'm not saying you're not gonna have a fun time if you know what's happening, but yeah. I didn't. And every time I turned around, it was something new. And I, I haven't had that experience in a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I guess really since, because even with like Slinky Dog Dash, it's not quite the same. Um, Flight of Passage, I feel like, was pretty big. Yes. Like when it so burned, if it I had like, to do okay. one that is like, has has stood the test of time, because again, Rise is new, then I would yeah. say overall, maybe uh, Flight of Passage. Because it's the theme, like, I'm it's just, on that one. I, don't, I don't have to sell it to you people. You know, hopefully yeah. you, you at least understand what type of ride it is and why someone would say it's, it's top notch. Yeah. Faux show. Cause it's multiple experiences in one, which is yes. what they're going full, for now. Full immersion. Basically you're in yeah. there. Although I really wish, listen, I'm not an actor, but I'm not a cook and I know when food is bad. Right. So <laughs> right. I know I'm not an actor, but I really wish they just cast a different male actor for like that scientist nerdy guy. 
for the flight of passage. Oh, when yeah. I, I just, because yeah. I don't, like, when he's umming and ahhing, it just doesn't sound natural. Yeah. It sounds like he's doing a bad though, job of being a nerd. Well, because he's trying really hard to make you feel like yes. this and I is get live. It. Yeah, I get it, but don't, that's not, it doesn't. Uh, move, hey, move your arms around. <laughs> uh, okay, the worst is when you're in the holding, that holding room. Yes. And they have to do like the long version because it's not ready yet. The ride's yes. not ready yet. That's the most awkward. Cause you're like, okay, we already did this like three we, times. We now. already did it. We get it. You're w- like, we can't get into the ride yet. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, okay. Sorry guys. We need to reactivate, move around a little bit. And it's like, okay, seriously, like, come on. Simon didn't Why say. did you bring us in here if you weren't ready? <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately my answer might be flat of passage. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks for uh, submitting those answers or those yeah. questions, everybody. I think every now and then we'll do it to see what people are asking us. Hopefully our answers were interesting. Yes. And to round us out, let's talk about some history. History. Yes. You want to go first? No, you can do it. Okay. So this week in 2008, it was the last day of Disney's MGM Studios <gasps> and the first day of Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. Not my MGM. 2008, man. 12 years long, ago. That was a long Is time ago. Right? Yeah. Yep. They rip. changed it all around. Rip, rip, rip. Uh, I'll take us to 1990 when the Walt Disney World Swan Resort held its grand mm-hmm. opening. Now, you know that the Swan and the Dolphin and the soon to be the Cove mm-hmm. are not Disney owned and operated. Uh, it's been like the company that's owned it has been bought out so many times. Now the parent company is the Marriott. But for a while it was Starwood. And then before that it was something, but who cares? So if you do get a reservation there, just know that you're not technically staying at a Disney resort, but you'd still get bus transportation. Yeah. 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 Um, It's a 12-story building with an arched rooftop featuring a pair of graceful 47-foot swan statues. Hey, I can see them from my apartment. That's like like my thing when I tell people, like, how far away from Disney? Well, I could see the swan. (laughs) And I can... They're like, what's the swan? They're like, what? Um... The Swan. It just hap- it just happens to be that it's a really easy building to see. By the way, I can also sometimes see on a clear day uh, Everest and Tower of Terror. It's kind of cool. Ooh, That's about that it. Nice. And if the wind blows a certain way, I can hear the fireworks. So it's just enough to be annoying. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the Swan opened up in 1990 this year, this week. Uh, and then it op- the uh, Dolphin opened up in 1990, just later in the year in June. Nice. And I don't know when the Cove, which is the third to that series, is supposed to open. But it's coming up. Is that also owned just by for the record, you uh, just I want everyone to know that you did Beth just yawned because normally <laughs> it's <sorry>. me. <laughs> normally I'm the idiot yawning, so I am yawning. Um not that this has anything to do with it, but I am sick, so I've been trying to fight off some good old yeah, strep. You're doing a good yeah, job. No, nothing like bringing in the new year than having strep throat. So um, I'm happy for a new year. Yes. It's me like too. season two of it is of that's that how, Park Life honestly, Podcast. That's how Doug does his. They have yeah. like seasons. Well what so should we, are, we should we go by the calendar year? Well, no, it'll be as when we... Start. Oh, like our year anniversary. Okay, which is yeah, not that far from now. It's only in February. Okay, so stay tuned for season stay two, tuned. guys. Season two. It's going to be like American Horror Story and other anthologies. It's going to be two new hosts. <laughs> We're going to have... But it's the same people. Same us. So I'm going to be roles. Beth. You're going to be Greg. <laughs> We're just going to go back and forth. Someone's going to have to hop on and be... or who? Someone's going to have to play the role of Jen Drennan so we talk about her at someone else. Right. There's going to be new props oh my to gosh. talk about no new props. things. Is yeah. it a back scratcher or a front tickler? <laughs> I was trying to think of what's, what's an opposite of you a back scratcher. You said that. You said it. I said it. <laughs> no, so, I, um, I told my friend this when I was in high school. You'll get a kick out of this. When I was in high school, they used to like... We'd go on trips and stuff. 
people would be like, um, hey, no purple. One was the thing was no purple. So like no guys and girls hanging out. Okay. Because they're like no purple because blue and pink makes purple. Yes. But but the one that she thought was funny was if like somebody was giving somebody a back rub, they would say, you have to stop that because back rubs in the front room lead to lead to front rubs in the back room. <laughs> oh my gosh. And what grade was this? <laughs> this was like high school. Oh, okay. I have to write the you one know, down. It's a lot of notes. hormones going on. So they'd be like, no. Of, no, no, no. A lot of hormones. <laughs> thank God. I don't, I don't work with, te- I used to work with a lot of teenagers and there was a lot. Anyway, mm. um, I'm excited. Things I'm excited about for 2020 for us, for this podcast is we're yes. going to go full throttle on our, that park life giveaway account. So if you want to win free stuff, Yes. Without having like to do stuff. without having to do any work, because sometimes mm-hmm. we we challenge you, we put you to work, we try to have you finish that Disney lyric, or tell me whether that's a Disney dish or made up ish. Yeah. Or this is uh, free, where you literally you just have to like move your thumb around and just move it you around. Get free stuff. Just like like you're hitchhiking, just move it around. So keep your eyes peeled for the That Park Life giveaway Instagram mm-hmm. account. We got I have a bag full. You know the bag bath because you you helped provide some of the items, but I have a bag of give of uh, goodies to give away. And I'm Bag excited. Bag goodies. Yes, Bag-o and they are goodies. all Disney goodies. They're all, all Disney things. Disney goodies. Some of them are very random, and some of them will include maybe photos of Greg and I. Who knows? Oh, who knows? <laughs> um, of course, if you like what we hear, please feel free to give us a review over on iTunes. If you'd like to support what we do, you can do so on our Patreon account. So if you go to patreon.com and search for that park life, you'll see us there. Our patrons were treated to a lovely photo of me on Instagram today of Mio. <laughs> Me with the I think the title was uh, working it at work today, and they they know what it is. Uh, so if you want to support us and get some uh, access to behind the scenes stuff, you can do so there. Of course, you can always follow me on Instagram at the Disney Greg, and you can follow me at Lost Princess Printing. And again on Instagram, we are that Park Life Podcast. Happy 2020, everybody! Thanks for staying along Happy with us. All right, bye. Did I, did I do the thing again? Yeah. <laughs> bye everyone.